I would like to give a shear on the Rambam and Hilchos Tshuva uh, without going to many of the details uh, of the halachos that the Rambam enumerates in Hilchos Tshuva, but to take a, a bit of an overview at uh, Hilchos Tshuva of the Rambam. And I think the first thing that we notice is that there is a Hilchos Tshuva, that the Rambam set aside certain specified prakim, and he called it Hilchos Tshuva. There's a separate set of halachas called Hilchos Tshuva. And that's not at all obvious. You know, had it not been for the Rambam, I don't know if I would have set aside separate halachas for Tshuva. There, there are many mitzvot in the Torah that one does not have a separate set of halachos. For instance, there's a mitzvah of Shira, Shira in the Mikdash and, 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 and Halel. Halel is placed within the context of Hilchos Hanukkah. Shira in the Mikdash is is in Tmidim Musafim. In other words, you don't have a separate uh, set of halachas called Hilchos Shira. So it doesn't, you know, it's not obvious that there would be a separate set of halachas called Hilchos Tshuva. Uh, for instance, Hilchos Tshuva, maybe there should be no separate halachas at all, but every mitzvah assumes that you have to do that mitzvah. And if you don't do that mitzvah, then you have to do the mitzvah the next time it comes around. So it could be that, you know, or, or if you did an Avera, you, you violated a prohibition. So you have to... Uh, you have to start uh, not violating the prohibition. You have to return and not violate the prohibition. You know, who says that there has to be a separate set of halach of Sechus Every mitzvah, every mitzvah asev, every mitzvah zolot asev, uh, includes within it that one shouldn't continue maintaining a state of, a state of, of Isra prohibition. One has to change his, his ways. So within the context of Sechus Gzele, you can say that if somebody stole something from somebody else, he should return it, um, and he should ask for forgiveness, and he should say, Vidui. And, uh, and right, v'chein kol mitzvot. So, it, there didn't have to be halachos tshuva at all. And even if you want to assume that there should be a set of halachos called halachos tshuva, it didn't have to be a separate set of halachos. You could have brought all these halachos together and placed it, for instance, um, I would suggest in halachos, uh, in, in, uh, in, in halachos, uh, kaman chatas, or halachos shkagos. The Rambam there talks about kaman chatas, the source of the Rambam, uh, if you take a look at the Sefer Mitzvahs or in the Yara Chazaka, and where is that learned out from? Because it says regarding the Kabbalos, it says you should say Vidui. And Vidui, according to the Rambam, is identified with Shuvah. We'll discuss that a little bit later. So it could be, since the source is Dine Kabbalos Chatas, maybe there you should put, put the Halachas of Hechaz Shuvah. Uh, another possibility would be Hilchos Tanis. According to the Rambam, uh, the whole idea of Tanis is Midivrei Sofim. It's rabbinic, but it's learned out from the biblical commandment of when a calamity, national calamity befalls Israel, that, that there's a mitzvah to blow the trumpets and to cry out in tefillah to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Midrabanan, they, they were goze, you should be goze a Tanis, you should have it so, uh, a fast day. And the, the Rabbin writes, The whole reason, if a calamity befalls, we have to realize that why did this happen? Because of our terrible, our terrible uh, chatayim. We did terrible sins, and therefore we have to do tshuva, and therefore we have to cry over to Baruch Hu and take into account what we did. And Hilchas Tanius would have been a wonderful, wonderful place to uh, bring in all of Hilchas tshuva. Uh, another possibility would be within the context of Hilchas Yom Kippurim. Yom Kippur, according to the Rambam, is you know, Rambam writes that it's the day that's you know that that's specified for tshuva and for kapara, and therefore to bring hechos tshuva within the context of hechos Yom Kippurim would have been another very very appropriate uh, suggestion. And I'm, thought, I'm sure if we thought about it, we could find other appropriate places to place hechos tshuva. The Rambam 
separated Hechos Tshuva, and he said, I want a separate set of halachas called Hechos Tshuva. I don't want it to place it within the context of some other halacha. I want it to be a separate set of halachas that is called Hechos Tshuva. That is, the, I think, the, one of the first chidushim in the Rambam, that there is such a thing called Hechos Tshuva. Uh, the second chidush in the Rambam, which is something which I touched upon already, is the location of, the, of Hechos Tshuva, that the Rambam did not place it in Hechos Manim after Yom Kippur or after Hechos Taniyos, even as a separate set of halachas, but the Rambam, he didn't place it within Hilchos, uh, within Sefer Karbanos, but rather the Rambam placed it in Sefer Hamada. Sefer Hamada. And in Sefer Hamada, the Rambam deals with things which are basic to, to Yadus, Ikari Adas. Um, and the placement of Hilchos Tshuva in Sefer Hamada is something which is certainly uh, uh, a little bit curious. So let's take a look at why the Rambam placed it in, in Sefer Amada. First of all, what does the Rambam place in Sefer Amada? The Rambam writes, um, in his introduction to Yad HaChazaka, he describes the 14 different books that he has, and then he defines each book and he explains why he places each thing in each book. Sefer Rishon, Echlobo, Sefer Rishon, which is Sefer Amada, I'm going to include within it all the commandments that are basic to the religion of Moshe Rabbeinu. And a man must know it. At the very beginning, you can't continue without it. Like the fact that a Baruch Hu, there's only one God. The Isra Vodazara, the fact that one cannot... Uh, one cannot do Avodah Zarah, worship other, other, other gods. The Karasi Shem Sefer Zeh Sefer Mada. So, we understand why Yichud Hashem is there, we understand why Avodah Zarah is there, we can even understand why Talmud Torah is there, because Talmud Torah is basic, and without Talmud Torah, one can't know anything. And the Rabbi writes that, that, that Talmud Torah, in Hechus Kriyashma, he writes that Talmud Torah is the Ikar Agadol Shalkol Tolibo, so we're looking for, you know, things which are Ikri Adas, so Talmud Torah is basic, because if you don't learn, you can't know what to do. And therefore, Talmud Torah is the foundation. So we understand why Hechos Talmud Torah is found in Sefer Amadeh as well. But why is Hechos Tshuva there? So the Rambam writes in the Marnavuchim as follows, Ra'isi The Rambam is explaining the 14-part uh, break you know, that he makes in the, in the Yad HaChazaka. HaKlal HaRishon, Klal HaRishon, the first Klal, which is going to later on become Sefer Amada, Kolel HaMitzvot HaSher HaMideot Shoshiot, that includes all those commandments, which are very, very basic, the, the basic root of, uh, of, of Yadus. Ve'im HaShem Sefarnum B'Hilchot Yisodei HaTorah, U'minaklal Ze'od HaTshuva V'Taniyot K'moshev HaVa'er. So it's interesting, later on the Ram placed Tochotaniot in Zmanim. But when he discusses it in Moravuchim, he includes Tochotaniot, we're not going to discuss Tochotaniot. But he, he says, I included in here Hechos Tshuva. And now he's going to un- explain why. Umivuahu, Shatshuva Gamke Mizaklal. Tshuva is also something which is very, very basic. It's 
It's one of those things that if we don't accept it, we can't continue. If, if people of Anshia Torah don't accept the basic premise of tshuva, one cannot continue. It's impossible that man will not sin. Every man eventually will fail at some point. Either he'll have a wrong concept, either or have a wrong uh, attitude towards certain things, a wrong midah, the hebeltin of cheret be'emet, or because he'll be overcome by anger or by by certain passions. If man believed that he couldn't change his ways and he could never repair what what he's done, al he would continue on that path. And he might even make it worse, being that he has no way out. But once he believes, he has emunata tshuva, believes, faith in tshuva, then he understands that he can make reparations and he can become he can even improve himself and become better than what he was beforehand. And therefore, all those things that are included in tshuva, which is vidui and, 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 and sacrifices, these, that's the basic point of tshuva, and therefore, it's justified that I place it in Sefer Amadam. So the Rabbi Mar Nevuchim is very, very clear as to why he places tshuva in in, in Sefer Amada. Um, the question is, what is the Rabbim saying? Is the Rabbim saying over here that it's placed in Sefer Amada because otherwise, psychologically, if people sin and they feel that they can never ever change what they've done, psychologically they're not going to try to change themselves? Um, and then the question is, you know, why? If somebody, there's a one in Brachos that says, that if somebody ate without a bracha, the Gemara says, should he continue to eat without a bracha? And the Gemara says, I don't understand. If if somebody ate garlic and he has bad breath, so what should he do? Should he brush his teeth or should he eat more garlic and have worse breath? You know, of course, if you ate without a bracha, so if you want to continue eating, now make a bracha. There's no reason to compound the chayt. So let's say I made a chet. I did something terrible. I was overcome by, by passion and I, and, I, and, I, and I said Lashon Hara. So that's the reason for me to continue to say Lashon Hara? Shouldn't I stop? You know, let's assume that there's no such thing as tshuva and kapara and I'm going to be punished for what I did. So now I better stop and do good things. Why? You know, obviously, if I get punished for one local thing, it doesn't mean that I should, you know, I, I should compound things and get a worse punishment by continuing. Why is it so obvious to the Rambam that if one cannot do tshuva, and since eventually everybody will be chotei, so when one falls once, since he can never erase what he did, so he'll do worse things and worse things and worse things. Why, why, why is that so obvious? So you can say it's psychological. You know, a person will get depressed and he won't, 
you know, he feels he can't change, and he'll be upset, and, uh, and, 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 th- and therefore he won't, he won't make the effort anymore. Once he's no longer perfect, he won't make the effort anymore. Uh, first of all, the psychological argument is not convincing. Uh, and second of all, you know, is, 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 is the Raman speaking here like a psychologist, or is he speaking here like a philosopher? I believe that the Rambam, when he talks about emunat ha-tshuva, is referring to something else. Um, the Rambam, um, when he talks about hechos tshuva at the beginning, in his hakdama, the Rambam writes, hechos tshuva, mitzvah taseachat, I'm including within hechos tshuva one positive commandment, that a person should return, repent from his sins and say vidui, confess. And explaining this mitzvah and the ikarim hanikrarim those basic principles that are included within it, I will be discussing in these prakim. So the Rambam writes over here more or less what we saw in the Maranavuchim that he's including in Hechos Tshuva certain Ikarim that are connected either basically or, or peripherally to, to Hechos Tshuva. So it's true, one of these Ikarim the Rambam talks about, Avas Hashem, but there's one thing that the Rambam refers to as an Ikar. When one looks at Hechos Tshuva, there's one thing that the Rambam refers to as an Ikar. And what I'm referring to is Bechira uh, Chavshit. The Rambam in Perakein, Hechos Tshuva, writes, People have choice. If one wants to do something good, he's able to. If one wants to do something bad, he's able to. And then the Ram continues, This is a basic principle. And this is the foundation for all of Torah and all of its commandments. So when the Rambam, if in all Hechos Tshuva, when the Rambam refers to something which is an Ikar Gadol, you know, we, he talks about Ikar Mani When he talks about something which is an Ikar Gadol, the Ikar Gadol that the Rambam is referring to is Bechirah Chavshit. So there are other Ikarim, as I said, Avas Hashem and Schar Onesh, and there are other things that the Rambam discusses uh, in Hechos Tshuva. But the, th- the one thing that he refers to as Ikar Gadol, and the Ram says, I'm placing things in Hechos Mada which are Ikarim. The thing that the Ram refers to as Ikar Gadol is Bechirach of Shit. And this is the foundation. This is Amud HaTorah Mitzvah. This is the foundation for all of Torah and all of its commandments. The Ram continues and he writes as follows. Our belief in, in Bechirach of Shit is not only because it says it in the Torah. It's also wisdom. You know, even if we wouldn't have the Torah, we would know it. Know it. This is the Ikar. Again, Ram refers to this as the Ikar, a basic foundation upon which all the words of the prophets are, are, are dependent upon. As a prophet coming and admonishing the people would make no sense unless people had Bechir al that they could change their ways. The Rambam in Perek Vav Halacha Aleph, again, a third time, Psukim Harbe Yesh Betorah Ubedivin Nevi'im, there are many verses, Psukim, 
in the Torah and in the prophets, Shemnirim Kesotim Ikar Zed, that appear to contradict this Ikar, this, this basic principle. So the Rambam, in Hilchos Tshuva, when he refers to something which is an Ikar, he's referring to Bechir HaChavshis. And I believe that's exactly what the Rambam is referring to in Mar Nevuchim. He's referring to belief that man has Bechir HaChavshis and man can change himself. If man wouldn't believe that he has Bechir HaChavshis, if man believes that that's his nature, either because of genetic reasons or because of of, of uh, his environment and how he grew up, and that's who he is, and that's why he did what he did, then there is no way, when man fails, that man can get out of it. You know, what the Rambam is worried about is somebody that doesn't believe that he can change. And what he did is a product of who he is. And therefore the Rambam says, since the man will eventually, at some point, fail, if man feels that that's who he is, if man doesn't have an emunah of tshuva, doesn't have faith and belief in this principle, that man has bechir chafshis, and man can change himself, then he certainly won't be able to stop what he's doing, and he may even deteriorate and get worse. So I think the Rambam is talking about not some, an, a psychological argument, but a philosophical argument about the nature of man and about bechir chafshis. And if man sinned, just like the, the sin was an act of choice, so to the ability to change himself and return is also choice. And this the Rambam writes explicitly when he discusses Bechir um, Chashis uh, in Perakeh Lechbez. V'chaz v'amar hol u'shutein b'yadeinu u'midateinu asimu karot ra'uy lanu l'achzor b'tshuva since we sinned out of choice, it wasn't something that was necessary, it's not fatalistic, it's not that we had no choice, it's not who we are, but it's what we decided to do. Therefore, we also have the choice. And it's incumbent upon us. It's We should also change that path. Because even now, we have the ability and the option and the choice to return. And that's what it says. We have to do a cheshbon nefesh, we went wrong, and we have to change ourselves. We have to return to God. So the Rambam, I think, placed Tukhos Tshuva in Sefer Amada because it does um, fulfill the requirements of Sefer Amada which the Rambam is including things which are Ikar Dat Moshe Rabbeinu. Of course, it's not one of the Yigimel Ikarim, because those deal with belief in God and belief in Torah, and in Torah Mishamayim. But here he's not dealing with a tenet of faith, but he's talking about an Ikar, that we have to believe in man. And unless you believe that man can change, then the entire Torah and all of the prophets, and, and it's all pointless. So here's talking about an Ikar Gadol, which is an ikar in, which refers to man. Therefore, it's not including the ones you give ikari, but this is an ikar gadol, which is an amud of Torah mitzvot. It's the basic foundation for all of Torah, for all of mitzvot, called the rehanaviyim tuyim bo. Everything that the Prophet says is based upon it. So the Rambam, I think, saw um, as a separate unit, which was important because it's founded on the principle of Bechir Without Bechir one cannot discuss Shuvah.
And if one doesn't believe that man can change, there's no point for tshuva. Tshuva, the fact that man started on a certain path and he can turn himself around and he can take a different path, Hilchos tshuva more than any other mitzvah is an expression of Bechir Chavshis. Of course, all mitzvahs and all scharva onish is based on the idea of, of Bechir Chavshis, but the one mitzvah which shows that, which is based on the premise that man can change is the, is, is the mitzvah of tshuva. And therefore the Rambam set aside separate halachos and he called them hilchos tshuva uh, and the ikarim hanigrarim ima, the basic ikarim ima, before we get to the others, is the thing that the Rambam refers to as ikar hagadol and that is the ikar of bechira chafis. Uh, the Rambam, in one of his halachas, when he talks about tshuva, uh, makes a reference to the fact that you know, Bechir Chavshis is man having the ability to create himself and to change himself. The Rambam writes in Perek Beis Halacha Dalid, Midachi tshuva liyos hashav tzoeik tamid lefni Hashem bevechi uvtachanunim of the ways of tshuva, some, uh, the one who repents has to be crying in, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'oset staka kifi kocho, he does as much charity as he can. U'mitrachek habim in adama shechatabo, and he removes himself, distances himself from the chait. U'mishane shemo, he changes his name, as if to say, Koloma, ani acher, I am not that same person. Ve'en yoto isha sa'otamamasim, I'm somebody else. Because the tshuva is based on the ability for man to recreate himself, to change himself. Man is not caught in a cycle that he can't get out of. Man has the ability to create and to create himself and to change himself. That is the idea of Bechir HaChavshis. That lies at the root of, of all of Hilchos Tshuva. Okay. Let's take a look at I mean, the Rambam, for instance, the... the the ability to do tshuva, when the Raman talks about all the apikorsim that don't have chelik lo haba, the Raman insists on saying, nevertheless, if they would do tshuva, they would be forgiven. You know, the, the, the ability to do tshuva from anything, no matter how far somebody has fallen, the ability to do tshuva is something which is very, very basic to the Rambam, uh, with one exception, somebody who's sinned so much that God said, your punishment is that you can no longer do tshuva. Right? The Raman discusses that later in Perik Bhav. Uh, when Raman talks about people that have no chelik lo'om haba, nevertheless they can do tshuva. When the Raman talks about things that, that, that prevent men from doing tshuva, the Raman writes, nevertheless, kol edu advarim uchyotzbehem, perikdalo lachavav, avav bishem akvin es ha-tshuva, even though they prevent tshuva, their deterrence, ein monimota, they don't, they, they, they don't make it impossible. Ela im asa adam tshuva mehem, ha-reze bal tshuva, v'yesh lo chelik lo'om haba, Nevertheless, one can do tshuva, and he will have chelik lo'olamba if he does. So the Rambam is, is insistent on the centrality and the ability, no matter how far a person has, has dropped, that one can always, almost always, be chosen of a tshuva. There's a Rambam, an interesting Rambam, when he defines umayya tshuva. Or maybe I'll begin with, a, with another point. The Rambam, there's a big argument whether the Rambam has a positive commandment to do tshuva. The Rambam writes in Sefer Mitzvos that the mitzvah is we have a mitzvah to confess. Vidoy is the mitzvah. 
And the Psukim, then he quotes Visvadu as Chatasam, he quotes about, talks about Vidui. Um, in Hechel Shuvah, the Ramah writes, Kol mitzvot shabat Torah, ben asei, ben lo tasei. If you violate any of the mitzvot, positive commandments, negative, negative commandments, on purpose, by accident, kishayaset shuvah, when you do shuvah, chayav lesfados. The chiyuv, the obligation is to say vidui. Okay, so the Rambam writes that the mitzvah is vidui, and that's uh, and that's what he quotes and say from mitzvot, and that's the pasuk he brings vesfado as chatasam. It says that you have to say vidui. So there are many that claim that according to the Rambam, the mitzvah of tshuva is not a separate mitzvah because the mitzvah of tshuva is included in any particular uh, mitzvah. In other words, if there's an isav lo tigzol, if you violated it once, you can't be gozel again because you know, you'll, you'll be violating it again. You have to return the gezel because it says v'heishav sa'gzela asha gazel. You don't need tshuva. If, 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 you, if somebody um, uh, wore shatnas, you know, he has to stop wearing shatnas because there's an isra. Wear shatnas, not because there's a mitzvah of tshuva. The mitzvah of tshuva basically is, the mitzvah in the Torah is one of vidui. The fact that you have to stop violating the prohibition, the fact that you have to start fulfilling the mitzvahs, you know, that's, you know if, you, if you didn't, on the first day of circus, you didn't take the minim, so take on the second day. You know, uh, that's because you have a mitzvah of the minim on the second day. If you didn't sit in the circus on the first day, so sit in the circus on the second day. Not because of tshuva, but because of Mitzvah sukkah. So there are some that say that you really don't have a separate mitzvah of of tshuva. The mitzvah is vidui because when you sit in the sukkah on the second day, who said you have to confess for the fact that you didn't sit in the sukkah on the first day? Ah, that's the mitzvah that we that we have to enumerate. That's already a chiddush. Rav Salvechik was very insistent that according to the Rambam, the mitzvah is tshuva and not vidui, and the Rambam said made a general uh, observation, uh, the Rav Salvech made a general observation that the Rambam has a, has a distinction between the way he defines a mitzvah in his introduction to, to this, a set of halachas and the way that he defines it in the halacha themselves. Because the way he defines it in his introduction, he talks about the idea of the mitzvah, the, the essence of the mitzvah, and the way he describes it in, safer, in, in the halacha itself is you know, what one practically has to do. So, in Hilchos Tshuva, the introduction, he writes, The mitzvah saseh is to repent and to say vidui. But in the halacha, when he talks about practically, what does that mean? Repenting is something that one does in his heart, one thinks about. But the actual Masa mitzvah, the, the action that one has to do, the performance that one has to do is vidui. So vidui is the performance. So that's what the Ramam stresses in, in the halacha. But in Zahakdama, he talks about the essence of the mitzvah of vidui. The mitzvah is not only to confess. The mitzvah is to repent. And confession is simply the concrete performance of, 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 of that repentance. You know, Rav Salvechik said fits in very well with what we've been trying to develop, that the basic idea of Hechaz Tshuva is not confessing. The basic idea of Hechaz Tshuva is repenting, is changing oneself, recreating oneself, setting reset and starting again. The ability that man has to change himself, not the, the, the mechanical performance of, uh, uh, of speech, of confession. Within this context, there's an interesting halacha um, 
in Perak Beis, Umayyat Shuvah, the Rabbi defines what Shuvah is. After Perak Al discussing Vidoy, and when you have to say Vidoy, uh, in, in Perak Beis he says, this is Shuvah. Sheyazav Achotecheto, first of all, Shuvah is stopping, stopping doing Yavera. Yasiru Machshavto, Yigba Bilibo Shlo Yasavod. And to take it upon yourself, you're not going to do it anymore. It's not enough simply to stop, but you have to regret what you did. And there are two ways of explaining this. One way is God should bear testimony that you will never return to this. That's the explanation that the Lechem Mishnah rejects because man has Bechir Chavshis. Man could repent, but after repenting, man could again sin. Because man still has Bechir Chavshis. So how could you possibly say God, that tshuva is based on that God will testify that this man will never revert to his sin. And therefore, Lech Mishnah said, the person, like it says, I'm, I, I bring God to testify upon myself. God is my witness that I will never return. It was, man has to be so uh, honest about his tshuva that he, at that point, he doesn't plan on ever going back to it, that he can say, God is my witness. A man will bring God as a witness. Ya'ir love you. The man will bring God as to be his witness that he will not return to that chayd. In other words, the repentance is a real honest one. That at that point, man feels he will never ever revert to that sin. The question is, why did the Rambam say, you know, a person will yigbal bidol od, and then he will regret the past, and then he will bring God as his witness. You know, it's you know, the, the, the halacha is broken up in a strange way. When, when it says, he's talking about in the future, what he's taking upon himself. So it should say, at that point, why does it say afterwards? So I believe that the Rambam basically is talking about, first of all, what one has to do. What is tshuva? Tshuva is stopping hate. Stopping hate, not only temporarily, but stopping hate permanently. Stopping hate, just stopping. You know, if one would wear a bag of shotness, you know, in, in in the day, and at night he would put on pajamas, which is not shotness, that's not that's not true. That's not stopping hate. Stopping hate, by definition, means stopping with intention of stopping that you're not going to do it anymore. That's technically what shuva is. But then we're talking about the 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 the, the spiritual or the or the or, or the the deep sense of of change that a person has to take upon himself. It's not sufficient that man simply agrees to stop. Man has to be going through some kind of a metamorphosis. Man has to have real regret for what he did and then bring God as a witness. The Rambam is talking about two different levels of Shua. First of all, simply stopping what you're doing. Not stopping because it's night and you took off your clothes, but stopping what you're doing. That's the first stage. And then the human movement at, at recreation, at changing yourself and who you are and, 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 and what your goals are in life. And that's Yisnachim al-Arav Yadalav Yodeat Okay, in, in the end, I would just like to refer to uh, another interesting Rambam um, in Perek Zayn where the Rambam Writes that Kol and Avim Kulam Tzivol Atshuva Ve'Eni Sal Negalim Elu Atshuva. There's a machlokas in Sanhedrin, Sarkzayin and Beis, uh, whether the eventual redemption is based on Am Yisrael doing tshuva or even if Am Yisrael doesn't do tshuva. 
the Rambam, even though there are psukim which you know are difficult to point to the Rambam, all Shiras Hazinu mentions you know mentions the Geula but doesn't say a word about Tshuva. Nevertheless, uh, the Rambam insists that that without Tshuva, Yisrael will not be redeemed. Okay, I don't want to discuss now how we'll deal with Shiras Hazinu. He has a solution. I think there's no problem. But you know there are you know it, it would have been maybe easier you know to Paskin. Um, the other way that Amisol don't need to, but the Ram insists that redemption will not come unless Amisol do tshuva. The Ram has tshuva for individuals. He has tshuva for for all of Amisrael. He has tshuva for Amisol in a local sense, and he has the eventual great tshuva of Amisol, which will eventually lead to redemption. According to the Rambam, just like scharva onish doesn't make sense unless there's bechira chavshis, redemption makes no sense unless there's bechira chavshis. You know, tshuva is so basic to. In, in the Ram's philosophy, that the Ram couldn't fathom the ability uh, to, 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 that the, rede- the possibility that redemption will come unless it were premised on the national tshuva, the collective tshuva of Am Yisrael. And therefore, the Rambam, again, his whole idea of Hilchos tshuva, and therefore the Rambam also brings the tshuva of, that precedes the eventual redemption, he brings that in Hilchos tshuva as well. Because Bechir Chavshis is, is a foundation and without Bechir HaChavshis, a local man, you know, one couldn't discuss Chav Onish. And certainly the greatest um, a nationalistic goal, redemption of all Yisrael, the Ram couldn't possibly fathom that that would be without Tshuva. Because it's only through Tshuva and through Bechir HaChavshis that man, man as an individual, man as a collective, it's only through the process of Tshuva that Bechir Chavshis and Tshuva and recreating ourselves and recreating the nation that it's possible to achieve those ultimate goals which we all which we all pray for. We shall have a Sivah V'chazimah Tova and uh, we shall be Zoche for a real serious Chazar B'Tshuva.